Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Juicy Aussie chicken in a chili-loaded coating. Macca's McSpicy Deluxe. Hot got fancy. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Uh, yes, indeed, the Mac is run on a uh, Monday night. Uh, Brett Phillips in the chair. Very nice to uh, have your company running on uh, pure adrenaline, I can tell you, tonight after a huge uh, January uh, covering uh, the Australian summer of tennis. Speaking of tennis, after 8 o'clock, uh, the first serve uh, back uh, for 2023. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, uh, following on from uh, Jared and Kane, another big edition of uh, Sports Day, the Mac is run. We'll have, uh, of course, a little half-hour episode uh, right throughout the week. Just recapping the day in sport. Uh, you can be a part of it, all thanks to the Macca's McSpicy Deluxe. A hot, got a fancy. If you want to give us a call, uh, the Harcourt's open line for all things real estate. You can speak to Harcourt's. Your move, your uh, Harcourt's, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Or if you want to jump on the 40 Winks Temper text machine, Consumer's Choice winner, Temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases uh, conforms to the exact shape of your body. I've got the temper. It's magnificent. Uh, 0433981116. I think if anyone's going to ask me a tennis question, maybe we'll save that for after 8 o'clock uh, for uh, the first serve. Uh, but uh, plenty uh, going on in the world of sport uh, today. And, in fact, we have got a double pass, I've just been told, to the first ever WNBL game to be played at John Kane Arena. Uh, the Southside Flyers, the former Danny Nong Rangers, uh, versus the Sydney Flames, Saturday, the 4th of February. It takes me back uh, to the days of doing WNBL radio. And uh, the girls are uh, absolutely outstanding. So get along. If you've never seen a WNBL game, uh, worth going and sitting courtside. I did mention maybe we'll talk tennis after eight, but Mark in Greenville, you've jumped on uh, the Macca's run. It's uh, great to have you on the show. Thanks very much. Look, um, I, I loved the tennis on the weekend. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Djokovic's matches, but I watched the final, and Tsitsipas was so close. To get him to two tie breaks, it was like individual shots that basically, I think, cost him from winning a, a set and potentially winning the match. Rybakina and Sabalenka, I mean, there's a new rivalry up and coming. And the world number one there, I mean, when she played Sabalenka, that was an amazing match. Uh, I personally think tennis is in a really, really good spot. But I wanted to have a go at the Australian media who have come out and said Djokovic got an unfair advantage because he was scheduled a night games. Um, on Rod Laver Arena. Um, Djokovic has no um, input into scheduling. That's done by the tournament and by the advertisers. And if Djokovic is playing as if you wouldn't put him on at night to put him on in a day game. So to speak about the last time he lost the game was a day game and that um, it's cheating for him not to be playing in the daytime is ludicrous. No, spot on, Mark. He deserves uh, top billing. Uh, Roger Federer always played at night. Uh, Rafa, um, and Rafa does get his own way, let me tell you, at the Australian Open. He often likes to play in the heat uh, during the day. He doesn't mind playing at that 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, where the balls suit him a little bit more uh, with his top spin. 
So yeah, it is out of the hands. And the scheduling, there's so many stakeholders involved. Uh, you've got broadcasters paying enormous rights to cover the tennis, so they want their players in you know, the marquee slots, whether it be back into Europe or back into the United States. And you earn the right, don't you, by performance uh, to play in the prime time spots, and that is uh, night. We know, you know night sport now is absolute uh, prime time, but... We'll talk some more tennis after 8 o'clock with the first serve returning. But uh, happy to talk uh, any sport you like over the next uh, half hour. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 A couple of footy stories uh, bubbling around uh, today. Uh, obviously, a lot of focus on uh, St Kilda since the appointment of uh, Ross Lyon and all the appointments that have come with uh, Ross uh, over the last uh, three or four months as St Kilda's totally uh, transformed their football department. We'll confirm today that uh, Executive General Manager of Football, Jeff Walsh, will depart the club. It's uh, certainly come as a, a bit of a surprise after only three or four months in the role. Of course, long-time football administrator who's had an impact at several clubs. He's confirmed uh, for family reasons uh, that he has to um, uh, step aside. Uh, but for more reports internally at St Kilda, he's made a huge difference uh, to pull the football department together to get everyone on the same page, to raise the standards and raise the bar, which St Kilda... Uh, needed to do. And they made that firm statement when they changed coach last year that the bar had to be raised. And all the appointments that have come around Ross are all part of trying to get the club to win its uh, second premiership. Uh, your thoughts on that as a uh, St Kilda fan? At one three hundred seven three six seven three six. A little shuffling of the chairs. We know one person doesn't make a department or a football club, uh, but certainly it's a big loss. So those uh, long-time uh, experienced Football administrators, we've seen the effect that Neil Barmer's had at the clubs that he's been at. Just huge. Stuff that we can't always measure on the outside, uh, but that experience just to guide a football program is uh, absolutely priceless. Uh, of course, only appointed in early October. He was tasked with overseeing all uh, facets of the club's men's football program. So he's got everything up and running, and it now... Uh, needs everyone, obviously, to pull together to try and get St Kilda to where they want to get to. Uh, the other big story today is around uh, Collingwood. It's probably the worst-kept secret. We uh, knew before Christmas that this was likely uh, looming when Craig Kelly was going to be uh, departing uh, the player management scene, selling his business. Uh, of course, at Collingwood today officially announcing Craig Kelly as the club's uh, new CEO. 1990 Premiership player, of course, 122 games for the Pies uh, between 1989 and 1996, including that drought-breaking 1990 premiership. So we know he's been one of the most powerful player managers uh, over the last, uh, what, three decades, uh, pretty much, uh, following his uh, retirement. Uh, Long-time boss of talent agency, uh, TLA, which uh, manages more than uh, 300 AFL players and uh, a raft of coaches. And it is interesting now, the CEO appointments at the clubs. We sort of go through different cycles of having outside football administrators come into football, and we've got the ex-players who... Obviously, you've got uh, great business acumen who can combine the both, who actually understand the real inner workings of a, a football club. And uh, Collingwood now uh, securing him as the new CEO. What do you think, Pies fans? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The other big news uh, today, and this has obviously been taking a little bit of time to sort through post uh, the World Cup in Qatar and how under pressure Graham Arnold was going in and how his resume looked a lot better uh, when the Socceroos campaign uh, came to a close and obviously they exceeded some expectations. That helped him certainly get a better deal. Uh, the confirmation today that Graham Arnold will continue as coach of the Socceroos with a four-year deal announced uh, by the by Football Australia. Uh, a wanted man, plenty of deals 
and big offers uh, coming in from uh, Europe and the Middle East who are real cash cows and uh, would have probably uh, really set uh, Graham Arnold up for life. But um, he wants to stay on for the next uh, World Cup and try and take the Socceroos further. Let's hear a little bit of Graham Arnold uh, speaking today. I said to JJ and, and, and the board that if I did stay on, it's something that I want to do to leave a legacy for for men's football, but also uh, to help the kids. So, you know, again, it wasn't just a matter of just signing for the Socceroos. Yes, I looked at other clubs I could have gone to in, 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 in Europe, had a couple of offers from Middle East nations, but at the end of the day, I want to help Australia. I want to help the kids, but also <clears throat> probably what inspired me the most was seeing those fan sites, seeing how... The Socceroos reunited the nation and seeing how many people love Australian football. And uh, just to see that was uh, something, again, that's just driven me even more to, you know, help the game as much as I can over the next three and a half years, not just the Socceroos. Where do you sit on that, folks? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I think we always like stability in appointments. Did he do enough in your eyes? Who was the next cab off the rank. Did someone deserve to uh, get the opportunity who might be able to take the Socceroos uh, further? I'd love you to weigh into that. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Got that WNBL uh, pass if you want to go and see some uh, terrific women's basketball. John Kane Arena, Saturday the 4th of Feb, the uh, Flyers, the Southside Flyers up against the uh, Sydney Flames. Uh, a little bit of NFL news uh, in today. Aussie NFL star uh, Jordan Malata has a, a chance to become uh, just the second Aussie to win a Super Bowl after helping the Philadelphia Eagles to an NFC Championship crown with a 31-7 to win over the San Francisco 49ers. A victory in a fortnight's time would see his fairy tale ingrained in stone, uh, completing his rise from a, a fringe uh, Sydney Rabbitoh in the NRL to a Super Bowl winner. And of course, meantime, a teammate and a fellow Australian former Saint to Aaron Sipos is racing the clock to be fit to play the Chiefs. Uh, Sipoff's, of course, the Eagles punter. He suffered an ankle injury in December, missed the final four games of the regular season. Here's the Philadelphia coach, uh, Nick Sirianni, after the Eagles booked their spot in Super Bowl 56. You're going to the Super Bowl. What does it mean? Obviously, this is something to dream about as a kid, and uh, all these guys on our team have dreamt about this their entire lives, too, and so... Just to be able to do this together with a bunch of men that love each other, that are connected to each other, that would do anything for each other. It's pretty sweet. How does this group, Nick, how does the ethos of this team represent this city? You see this city and the passion that they have for this for this uh, team, and we're so uh, we're so appreciative of this of these fans. I mean, look at this place. There's no place like this in the NFL, and it's a hardworking city. It's a blue collar city, and we tend to think that's what the type of team we have um, with the guys that we have on those O line, D line. But it doesn't stop at O line, D line. We got tough guys everywhere. We got guys that give it up for each other everywhere. Real quick, your message to this group with one more to go, Nick. I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to enjoy this one right now, and I'll think of what we're going to talk about. But it's probably not going to be all that different than it's been for the last 18, 19 weeks. Um, and so we're going to go out, and we're going to enjoy this, but then we're going to get ready for the Super Bowl. One more left. Uh, there he is, the Philadelphia coach, Nick Sirianni. Just hearing that uh, atmosphere, this is good doing this segment for me tonight because I've been in the tennis cocoon for a month, and you uh, you only focus on... Uh, one sport, but I'll tell you what, if there's, uh, there's one sport I want to tick off 
in going uh, back to the US. That's the uh, the NFL. Had the pleasure of going to the ice hockey, uh, the NBA, the baseball. Uh, but the NFL is one I'd actually love to uh, love to see live, like I'm sure many of you would. And it's great to have the NFL coverage here on SEM and our dedication to covering uh, the Super Bowl, which is going to be outstanding. Let's also hear from the Kansas City star quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes, after the Chiefs beat the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Hey, hey, first of all, like I said, I want to thank God, man. He, he healed my body this week uh, to battle through that. He gave me the strength to be out here. But uh, I just want this team, man. We played together. I said it from the beginning. When we were in the locker room, I said, we got to be together. And this team stepped up against a great football team. And uh, we showed this place. That's Arrowhead. It's not Burrowhead out here. No, it's not Burrowhead anymore. And you saw Travis Kelsey. It's going to be the Kelsey Bowl against the Eagles. Your early thoughts on heading to Arizona to try and beat the Eagles to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, they're a great football team. I've, I've watched them all year long. Great quarterback, great entire team, man. It's going to be a great a great challenge for us, uh, but I'm going to celebrate this one first. So uh, I'm going to make sure I get back on my team. I don't think we have any cigars, but we'll be ready to go at the Super Bowl. There's the passion. Uh, for you, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to jump on uh, the Macca's run uh, tonight, or jump on the Forty Winks uh, temper text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Just before the break, uh, uh, Josh Gablich reporting at afl.com.au. Another forward goes down at St Kilda training. Their uh, luckless injury run continuing with ex bomber Josh Eyre, who has been training with the club, uh, injuring his hamstring, of course, and he's uh, pursuit of a second chance at AFL level after uh, training today at RSEA Park. Uh, the delisted bomber has been auditioning for a spot on the Saints uh, rookie list since uh, Ross Lyons' squad started pre-season training uh, back on the 5th of December. But it's understood the 20-year-old has suffered a suspected serious hamstring injury and wasn't able to drive home from St Kilda headquarters uh, due to that injury. So we'll uh, certainly monitor that. We'll come back after the break with some other footy news. We'll hear from uh, Noah Anderson, of course, the great signing for the Gold Coast uh, for the next uh, four seasons. Uh, the Maccas run here on SEN. Juicy Aussie chicken in a chilli-loaded coating. Maccas McSpicy Deluxe. Hot got fancy. Welcome to the Maccas run. Hain on strike. Rogers in past the, ball, past the umpire now. Well, Hits that powerfully that. and that'll be the end of the game. The Sydney Sixers await for the Brisbane Heat. As this one punched through the offside for four. And the Melbourne Renegade season comes to a crushing halt. An improved season from the boys in red. But it wasn't enough in a knockout final against the Heat. The Heat win. Three for 164 on the back of some Usman Kawaja. Masterclass hitting. And that is curtains on season on Big Bash 12 for the Melbourne Renegades. Yeah, that's how we called it uh, last night. The Melbourne Renegades uh, knocked out of the Big Bash, uh, defeated by the Brisbane Heat uh, at Marble Stadium, despite uh, some vintage uh, Sean Marsh uh, masterclass batting. Uh, the lefty, uh, the Heat chasing uh, the 163-run target, uh, just under 11,000 spectators uh, with seven balls to spare and seven wickets in hand, booking their spot in uh, Thursday's challenger against the Sydney Sixers. Uh, Sean Marsh... And I'm beaten 82 off just uh, 53 deliveries in uh, the first innings, which uh, featured uh, nine boundaries, a couple of sixes, but the veteran batter didn't actually receive enough support 
uh, from the middle order, which was very evident uh, last night. It's a bittersweet victory for the Heat, who will continue uh, their finals campaign without, uh, gee, some star names, uh, Usman Khawaja, Manus Labashain, and also uh, Matt Renshaw at the uh, top of the order. So the Big Bash will continue to cover that here on uh, SEN until its uh, conclusion. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're here thanks to the Macca's Spicy Deluxe. Uh, got uh, hot and fancy. A couple coming through on the text as well. The 40 Winks uh, Temper uh, text machine. Consumer choice winner. Tempest mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. Conforms to the exact shape of your body. Let me tell you, when I've tried to find a bit of sleep in the last uh, month, the, uh, the Temper pillow has been absolutely uh, superb. Uh, just one on the back of listening to Graham Arnold. A-League crowds have gone... Uh, through the floor since the World Cup finished. I'm not sure what all the hype about building the game has come to. It's been an interesting time, certainly, for uh, the A-League. Um, we saw, gee, I, you know, I saw some footage um, over the weekend. I think it was uh, the Mariners and uh, Newcastle with uh, the, the crowd issue up there. Obviously, we've been through the whole Melbourne uh, victory uh, situation and uh, the penalties that they cop. So it is an interesting time for the game uh, domestically, of course, um, in transforming from the old NSL to the uh, the A League, the big spike, and and now trying to find its uh, place in the sporting landscape, it's uh, certainly been pretty tough. Uh, I wanted to play a little bit of uh, Noah Anderson, who's been an absolute jet for the Gold Coast Suns. Just to think, when he and good mate Matt Rowe were drafted, one and two, he was in the shadow of Matt Rowe, who came onto the scene and just knocked us all for six, if I can use a, a cricket term. Uh, just getting a, a ton of touches in and under. Noah Anderson was a different type of player. Matty Rowe cruelly has a couple of knee injuries to deal with, and Noah Anderson has shone. And the great news for the Gold Coast, when so many have left over the last couple of years, that he wants to actually stay on the Gold Coast and try and build this team into something special, win finals, possibly uh, win a grand final. He was on breakfast this morning. Let's have a listen to Noah Anderson. We've got a lot of internal confidence that the group we have here um, is a group that's going to bring this club success and the most important part is keeping it together. So we've already built really good relationships with each other. Um, we all really like spending time each other off field and we feel like on field um, we've got the team and the personality and the individuals to do it. It's just obviously still a lot of hard work to get there, but um, it's exciting. I think just the way um, we play together is always going to continually improve. Um I mean, I could start highlighting little individual things like our Team D needs to be better on slow play and our forward entries need to be better. But um, they're all the kind of things we're working on in the pre-season. But um, it's good that, like you said before, those individuals have all decided to to stay around and we're really confident um, that we're going to keep improving. Well, let's hope this group can come together. I mean, you feel like this is the year don't you, that the Gold Coast need to make a statement and make the finals for the first time. They've been knocking on the door. They've had uh, some games where they've beaten uh, top-shelf teams when it's all up and running, trying to sustain it over the course of a season. has certainly been their challenge. Uh, the Harcourt's open line, always open right throughout the night, one three hundred seven three six seven three six For all things real estate, you can speak to Harcourt's. Uh, your move, uh, your Harcourt's. So the Mac is run. Just about done for uh, tonight. A little brief version uh, on a Monday night leading into the first serve. Just touching on uh, some of the uh, sporting stories uh, of the day. We're going to uh, talk some tennis after uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, the first serve returning uh, this year with a two-hour edition. We'll come back with the Sporting Capital a little bit later after 10 o'clock and uh, recap uh, some of the chats. If you've missed uh, Craig Kelly uh, earlier on with uh, Dwayne, 
the new Collingwood CEO will play that for you and some other chats throughout the course of the day. So you can uh, certainly uh, catch up on all the news. Uh, the first serve, not too far away. Uh, back after a, a big Australian Open. Look forward to taking your tennis calls on 1300 736 736. The wash up. What did you make of the last fortnight? We've got a predictable men's winner. We've got a new women's winner who might just go on and have some uh, future success. So all that to come after 8 o'clock. We'll uh, discuss the world of tennis.